Hey everybody, I'm Kevin Hoagland, the host of On The Gold, and today, to help you become a better prospector and miner, we are bringing you another quick tip. Sometimes, quick tips, it takes longer to run the intro than it does to answer the tip. All of our quick tips are questions from our listeners. And Kevin Bell, my co-host and sometimes producer, or maybe that's reverse, always the producer, sometimes the co-host. Kevin, what is our quick tip question of the day? And okay, please, our quick. Please make sure the answer is going to be longer than that entire intro that I just did. Nice. Okay, today's quick tip question is, do you recommend multi-purpose or target-specific metal detectors? Multi-purpose or, or target-specific detectors. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, this is going to run a little bit longer than the intro. And this may not even be in the, it may not even turn out to be a quick tip before it's all said and done. Look, if this were pre-2005, I would tell you that the only way to be successful was to have a coin relic and treasure hunting machine and have a gold prospecting machine. And I understand that that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Not everybody has that opportunity. Yeah. So uh, in today's day and age, there are machines that are being built that truly are good dual function machines. But I'm going to still say that if I have a coin relic and treasure hunting machine that has a prospecting mode on it, unless that machine is like, well, I tell you what, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back. I'm going to digress. When I said 2005, there was a real reason for that because up to 2005, we had machines that were coin relic and treasure machines that maybe, you know, you could call it a prospecting mode, but really it was kind of turning on an all metal mode within that coin relic and treasure hunting mode, which meant that it was still, you still had the, this big brother over it. And then this, the sub mode that was within it uh, in 2005. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to mention the name again. Uh, Mind Lab brought out the Xterra 70, which to me was the very first machine that was a true dual purpose machine. The machine had a coin relic and treasure hunting mode. And then when you flip the switch or when you flip the toggle to put it into the prospecting mode, it, it was basically turned on a completely different machine. So that was the, really the first machine that I remember that was a true dual purpose. And it was also the first digital detector not full digital, but it was, it had a digital, it had a, a really cool digital enhancement in it that actually matched the frequency. So you had a digital chip 
that when you put on the coin relic and treasure, I'm sorry, when you put on the gold prospecting coil, which was and still uh, was 18.75 kilohertz, that processor would match that to exactly 18.75. And that's one of the things that made that machine so successful. Now, moving forward, everybody now, almost everybody that's out there does have a similar type of technology. I mean, it's not going to be that, but they've got they've gotten to the point where you've got a coin relic and treasure hunting machine that when you do put it into a prospecting mode or into an, an all-metal mode, it really takes the coin relic and treasure hunting site and moves it way, to, way, way to the background. There is a machine out there that when I go into that mode, it really, it, it pushes it even further out. It's not over here. It's way back over here. So I've, I've gone out and I've hunted with that machine and I've found gold with that machine. But I guess for me, that question has to be, am I going to, where am I going to be doing most of my hunting? If you're hunting back east or if you live back east and you don't have a lot of opportunity to be able to go gold prospecting, except maybe you come out to Arizona, come out to Arizona or Southern California or something like that during the wintertime, then, yeah, that's probably a really good choice for you. Right. And, but I'm not, you know, not going to take a gold machine. For, my, for me, I'm not going to take a gold machine and try to go coin and relic hunting with it. I'm going to lean back to answer this one. I may go out of focus a little bit, but I, I have to tell you, um, can you do it? Yeah, this day and age, yeah. You can, you can, you can get one of the better coin relic and uh, treasure hunting machines that has a dedicated prospecting or all-metal mode mm -hmm. and make sure that you know how to use it properly. Um Honestly, but for me, I'm going to say it's not what I do. It's it's not that's not how I hunt. I do right. do it with that one machine, or I will do it occasionally. But I will tell you, um, if I know that I'm just going to be out in the middle of nowhere, I'm just taking a gold machine. Right now, here's where some of these machines are excelling, and you and I have had this conversation more than once. Mm -hmm. There's areas where there's these old mining camps. And the idea of being able to go in with a dual-purpose machine, a really good dual-purpose machine, right, is, is phenomenal because you're out, you're hunting for gold, you pick up a couple of maybe small nuggets, whatever, but you've gone out and you've done your prospecting, and all of a sudden you come across these, these old ruins, these old, you know, these old hand-stack walls and so on like that where a bunch of miners used to be, or you find a trash dump. Mm -hmm. So you know that this is an old mining camp. Right. Yeah. That's where it becomes really cool because on the the newer machines and, like I said, the, the ones that are really putting things to the background, when I flip into that coin relic and treasure hunting mode or go back into the coin mode and then pick whatever program I want to use or I'll always pick a program at that point until I can figure out if I need to create a program. But right. that's I mean, what a what a great advantage that you've got. Mm -hmm. It's not like running back out of the truck and grabbing another detector. You know? Yeah. Back in the back in the late back in the late eighties, 
just even prospecting before you had multi-frequency machines and everything else like that. If I was hunting with one machine, let's just say an old gold bug, the old original gold bug, I'm out there at 19 kilohertz. I get done hunting an area with that. I went back to the truck, grabbed my White's Goldmaster at 50 kilohertz, and went back in and and and, and redetected it. And right. then you could swap coils, and every time you swap coils, that's like going to a completely different detector. Now mm-hmm. I've got a now there's machines out there that do have that ability. So I, I man, I think I lost sight of the the actual question. Uh, can you do it? Yes, absolutely. Now you can. Mm-hmm. 2004, no, you really couldn't. 2020, you bet, you bet. But again, my preference is really not to. Yeah, and I I, I think uh, a lot of people want to say is I'd rather get really good with one machine than have to learn two machines and carry two machines. Sure. So. You know, that in my case, that's my my personal philosophy. Right. Because I don't have a lot of time to get out and metal detect. Right. And you you know, you own one of those machines that I'm talking about. You have a machine mm-hmm. that uses multiple frequencies. Uh it has a true coin relic and treasure hunting side and it has a true gold prospecting side. Mm-hmm. So and and you've gone out, you've found really good coin and relic with it. Mm-hmm. And you've also found gold nuggets with it. So, you know, right. it, that's that's one of those machines. And and I will tell you, um, there's a number of those machines that are on the marketplace. So, I you know, I guess there is another way for me to say this. If you are at that point where you're trying to figure out if you want to get one machine or two machines or if you can use one machine for both, sit down and do your research. Think about where you're going to go prospecting. Think about the things that you're going to be doing. Think about the time you're going to have doing this and the time that you're going to have doing this. If it's like this, where this is the time I'm doing this and this is the time I'm doing that, then make sure that you are buying a machine that's going to work within that parameter, that's going to work within that guideline. Mm -hmm. Um, And do your research. Do your research. And I'm going to tell you, look, I'm a big fan of the forums. I'm a big fan of, of YouTube videos and, and everything else. Of course, I, you know, it, it's, it's the realm of which I live in. Mm-hmm. But to become dependent upon, don't listen to just what one person says. Listen to what a lot of people say. Right. And find the good and find the bad. Don't listen for three people to say something really good so you can make up your mind because you're you're thinking you've already made up your mind that you just want to hear three or four people say this and then you don't listen to, to challenges that other people have had. Right. So, you know, listen, do your research, do a lot of research, ask a lot of questions, ask a lot of questions and make sure that you really are choosing the right machine for what you what you plan on doing so mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i again i kind of feel like that went from a quick tip to a really deep rabbit hole and and so on like that um i hope it makes sense and i hope it helped any i hope it helped people and and at least if it didn't answer the question at least it'll help you have the framework that you need to find the right answers 
right. of finding that right machine that works for you in the situation that you need it to work for. Right. And right. we should schedule a regular, a regular, uh, on the goal on this, on this question. Oh, absolutely. Regular podcast webcast. Yeah, let's do one and, and really expand on this. I mean, we've done bits and pieces of this mm -hmm. on a lot of the other webcasts, but I don't think we've ever, I don't think we've ever just actually said, all right, we're going to take, coin relic and treasure hunting machines and we're going to take gold machines and we're going to talk about the dif the differences and then we're going to talk about the similarities because as you know I really don't like talking about the differences between machines I like talking about the similarities right so right. that's and I don't know, I, and, and of course I'm awfully ambiguous and what is it ambiguous as far as some of my answers are concerned because I really in a lot of cases, I just really won't call out a particular brand. But right, I'm going to have right. to start changing that. I'm going to have to start changing that because we have too many brand-specific questions that pop up. Right. Hmm. Okay. That's for another time, a whole other discussion, and maybe that stayed in, maybe it doesn't. But I hope that this helped you. I hope that this was enough information to help you at least start down that road to finding the right machine and making sure that if you are buying a multi-use machine that you are finding the one that's going to work the very best for what you are doing and the type of prospecting and the type of relic hunting and coin relic, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. I hope that this helped you uh, again, start your research, start your research for what works the very best machine that fits your needs. So with that, mm -hmm. until the next time, thank you for joining us today for the quick tip. And until the next time when we see you, be good to yourself, be good to others, and go find some gold and coins and relics and treasures and everything. Just get out and go detect it. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Hoagland. Welcome to the On the Gold Quick Tips, where sometimes the answers take less than the intro. Welcome to the On the Gold Quick Tips. Ah, quick Tips. All of our quick tips. Ah, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 Nah. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin. Ah. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Hoagland. And we welcome you to the On the Gold Quick Tips. I'm not going to try to say that five times in a row. Fast. Let me try it again. 357 Magnum, because anything's got to be good that has Magnum on the end. All right. Okay, we're ready. Go. Are you done? <laughs> Are you done? Are you done being being silly? Eight pounds. Eight, Eight pounds. pounds again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, see, I got you to laugh with Frank's app. That's all. Oh. Good.